In today's episode, we're sharing a presentation from MaxLockCon 2022. Keep listening to hear Gary Falkowitz as we share his talk, How to Win at Intake. You can also head to the Maximum Lawyer YouTube channel to watch the full video. Now to the episode. Run your law firm the right way. This is the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. Your hosts, Jim Hacking and Tyson Mutrix. Let's partner up and maximize your firm. Welcome to the show. Gary Falkowitz here. I'm going to make this, we're going to go fast. We're going to be loud. We're going to go fast. I'm going to give you as much information as possible uh, to make sure that uh, you can grow your firm appropriately, efficiently, effectively. Understand this, or I should tell you why I understand this. I have spoken at many conferences some of which have law firms that are pretty large, signing four or 500 cases a month, and some of which have law firms that are just getting started. Everything I say today, regardless of the size of your law firm, will help you do a better job at intake. My bio, I'm an attorney. I worked with a large law firm. I wrote a book on intake, have my own call center. I still get involved in cases where I co-counsel other law firms. This has become my career. And if you told me that in law school, I think you were crazy. I didn't never heard the word intake before, but something about the business of law and being an entrepreneur and wanting to fill the holes in a business really appealed to me. And here I am jumping all the way in. Okay, here are your keys to winning at intake. And we're going to get, let's move this over here. We're going to get into each of these today very quickly. You need to know the mentality of a new claimant. You need to create a team of experts and advocates. The big one here, we need to remove the weight. I'll talk about that momentarily. We have to appreciate the competition, follow up aggressively, decide immediately. We need to make the process of signing a new client easy. We have to have a smooth client transition once they become a client, the next steps. And then we have to hold all of our teams, both internally and externally, accountable. Again, loud, apology. It is not, I'm not yelling at you. I am passionate about the topic. Let's start with the knowing the mentality of a new claimant. In this day and age, with how advanced we are with technology and the iPhone, we want them, when we want something, we want it now. I want to buy a new pair of shoes, I'm going to get them on the way to the airport. If I want to order uh, Uber, you know, some food, Uber Eats, I'm not waiting until I get home, I'm not stopping to pick it up, I could do it at the, you know, when I'm waiting outside picking up my kids, right? We want things immediately. And that's what wins, by the way, and I'll be repeating that sort of theme throughout the next 15 or so minutes. Speed wins. Their claimant's interest is highest when they first contact you, okay? Which means that we have to be prepared to give them the response that they deserve and need to make them a client. Now, as every day, their interest kind of decreases because distractions increase, you need to understand that that doesn't mean you stop following up. You just need to appreciate that that first time they reach out to you, if you're not throwing out every potential weapon in your favor to bring them in, you might be losing them to another, another law firm. They're looking for reassurance, guys. They're looking for compassion, reassurance, and confidence. Now, most of, what, most of my clients, when I consult law firms on intake or I speak on a stage, most of my law firms are personal injury law firms. But everything I'm saying could be uh, adopted for other law firms as well. Here's what's interesting about it. You never need a lawyer until you need a lawyer. And most of us will never need a lawyer. Most of us will never need a personal injury lawyer. If I asked you right now, I'd probably see about 50 or 60 people in the audience. Raise your hand if you ever needed a personal injury lawyer. 
You. I see two, three, four, five, maybe five hands up. Five hands, right? That is less than 10% of the people in here, which means that, and raise your hand if you need a personal injury lawyer twice in your life. Raise your hand. One person needed it twice in their life, which means that if you ever need a personal injury lawyer, you've probably only needed it once in your life. You've never had those conversations. The ones that you're having internally in your office about all the legalese and, and the filing and the administrative and the fees, they don't know anything like that. They just want to know, hey, can you help? So we've got to make sure that if we can give them that reassurance, hey, Mrs. Johnson, you did the right thing by calling. We handle blank cases every single day. Perfect, because I was nervous. I didn't know if you guys did this type of case. Boom, that's how you start the conversation. They don't believe that hiring an attorney is a priority, which is why it takes so long sometimes for them to even reach out. They talk to their family, they talk to their friends, they talk to their colleagues. They don't know that it's necessary. They just see the commercials and say, maybe it's a good idea, maybe it's not. We also have a bad reputation, unfortunately, guys, so we have to constantly go up against that. They don't want to be intimidated. Don't use the legalese on the conversation, the conversations. And they're looking for trust, right? And the people that you have picking up the phone calls, they're the ones that have to create that trust. Two ears, one mouth, right? Do more listening than speaking. Answer their questions. They want to be reminded, even if it's been three or four or five weeks or months since they reached out to you. Keep reminding them. Only stop following up when they tell you or you go a significant period of time, which I'll talk about in a moment, with radio silence. They're filled with anxiety. It's likely their first time. They'll tell you if they're not interested. They'll even tell you why. Do not hesitate about asking why. I speak with a claimant. They say, you know what? I'm not going to go this route. May I ask you what happened? Oh, you're going to learn a lot of information. Maybe you're someone, uh, something somebody in your office said to them. Maybe another lawyer told them something that just isn't true. Ask them why. And they don't believe that their case is large enough for you. I cannot tell you how many times a claimant thinks that because they don't have a, a surgery where their arm was taken off and they got to somehow fix the arm, they think, oh, they're, you know, they see the commercials, they got to have like a $27 million case. I've seen those commercials. I don't have a $27 million case. I've just been to the doctor for the past year. Wait, that's exactly the type of case we handle. So they're not sure of that. Create a team of experts and advocates, which requires a strong initial training. I'm actually in the process, really excited about it. By the end of the summer, it'll be live, where I have a virtual training and certification course for intake specialists, receptionists. Of most, this one is for personal injury lawyers, but it's going to be tremendously impactful and valuable for your firm. They need continued training. Just like we get CLEs, they need continued training about maybe the dialogue or the criteria has changed. I'm going fast. Only got a some, few more minutes here. Daily huddles, frequent internal meetings with attorney involvement. The more that they get to speak to attorneys about their job, the more valuable they feel. If you're creating this Chinese wall of intake over here, lawyers over there, and they don't even talk to each other, I'm telling you, it's a recipe for disaster. They need to talk to each other. They're going to feel like, oh, the lawyer knows my name. These are the conversations I've managed in the intake department. I know this. The lawyer knows my name. He said I did a good job at this intake. Oh, guys, I just learned that we don't want these type of cases because of A, B, C, D, and E. Right? Let the attorney speak to their intake staff. Make sure they appreciate the intake staff. Too often, intake specialists are so nervous to speak to the attorneys about a case that they just tell the claimant, I don't think it's something we can help you out with. Can you imagine? It's happening. I promise you it's happening. I'm not making it up. It's because they're scared. They're scared to say the wrong thing. They're scared that an attorney might yell at them, right? Tell your attorneys how important they are to your firm. Recurring updates to your intake manual. If you don't have one, reach out to me. You need to have an intake manual. Give them respect and credit. Rewards and thank yous, right? This day and age, money is not enough. 
right? Hearing a thank you is so important, right? If they reach a certain goal, let them get a reward. That's fantastic. That's how you create a strong environment. Ask for their input. They are the boots on the ground. They know what's going on. Ask them, hey, what's, what are the challenges you're having right now? You'll be surprised what you're learning. Remove the weight, my biggest one. Guys, in this day and age, I understand how important it is to have people speak on the phones, okay? Not saying that's not important. You know what's more important? What's number one? Number one priority? Response time. Response time wins 10 out of 10 times, all right? You could be the solo practitioner who's never practiced law and picked up the call first, and you might win over Morgan and Morgan because they took five minutes. They don't know, and someone calls you up, they don't know your resume. They don't know how many cases you resolved last year. They don't know how much money you made last year. They don't know how many lawyers were in your firm. They don't know what the budget is. The, all they know is they spoke with someone immediately and they were great in the phones. That's a huge plus. Makes you wonder why your intake staff are getting paid so little, but that's for another day, right? I mean, the response time, remove the weight from response time, ring time. Here's a stat for you. I'm just gonna throw it out right now, guys. On average, 10% of your inbound calls are abandoned. Sorry. 10% of your inbound calls are abandoned. I mean, someone hung up midway through. On average, 20% of your inbound calls get picked up in more than 30 seconds. Would you guys wait 30 seconds if you needed a lawyer? I wouldn't. That's a problem in the industry. Remove the weight with transfer time. Let me get you to a lawyer. Right for two minutes until a lawyer picks up the phone. Got to remove that. Decision making. If we need to train our team to make decisions. We cannot have them say, let me go ask the lawyer and get back to you. Or let me think about this. Or there's, can you get that, that police report for me? We can't do it. We don't have the time. Time's not a luxury anymore. Competition's too intense. Train our staff to make decisions. Here's the best thing about decisions, guys. If you're a personal injury law firm specifically, and most other law firms as well, you could reject them after you retain them, right? I have this thing in my book where I say it's better, and I'm probably repeating myself, it's better to retain than investigate, than investigate than retain. You don't have time to investigate a matter. If it meets criteria, you sign it up. Under review, pending, considering, investigating. That's what your CRMs are all saying you're doing. Don't do it. Remove that status. Don't even use it. It's just a black hole. Callbacks, scheduled meetings. If I speak with a law firm that is still, oh, I need to meet with them in person before I sign them, well, I can't help you then. I can't help you. That's a problem. Remove the weight. Appreciate the competition. Let's start the assumption that the claimant reached out to two other law firms before reaching out to yours. It's a competition. There's no way that your reputation, even your cousin, I mean, think about this. How many calls have you heard where someone says, I'm not going with you, I'm going with my cousin? Think about that from a, diff from a different angle. They've always had their cousin, yet they still called you? Where's the loyalty to family, right? Point is, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You're competing. The moment you think you're not competing, you lose. You're competing, so now what is your response, like the, like the doctor yesterday talked about, what's your response to resolve that, right? I have to have better staff. I have to respond faster, things of that nature. Is your staff more likable? Are they faster? Are they selling better? Do they have accolades? Do they know about if you were on the top 50 firms in, in, in the history of law firms? They should know that. If you resolved 4,000 cases, they're all auto accidents last year, they should know that. If you have a Harvard Law you know, graduate, they should know that. Let them know about what to brag about for you. You're competing. Okay, follow up aggressively. Said this before. Let's start with the assumption that we should not stop following up until the claimant tells us, hey, Gary, please stop calling. Yes, sir. Not calling again. You told me not to. Or we followed up for an extensive period of time without success. 
or, that, or, or with radio silence. And by extensive period of time, guys, I mean a few weeks. I don't mean four times. I don't mean four times. They could be on vacation. It bothers me when I go and I work with a law firm and I talk about their follow-up process and they tell me when they quit following up. I go, come on. You know, they could be on vacation. They could, their grandmother could be sick. They could, be, they could have COVID. They could be, there's a million things that could be distracting them where they don't realize that the priority is to hire a law firm. Just because you know it's a priority, just because you know you can get them three and a half times more money for their injury than they can get on their own, doesn't mean they know that, right? Put yourself in their shoes. Ensure that your team is reviewing open leads on a daily basis. That's the most obvious thing here, and yet I have to put it in there. Make sure every open lead, regardless of the status, is being reviewed every single day. Every single day. I don't care how strong your, your lead docket, your file vine, your smart advocate, your captor, whatever you're using, I don't care what it is, you got to review it every single day. Someone has to have that responsibility. And by the way, someone. Not, hey, intake staff of, again, we have some people out here that have no intake staff. They have a receptionist. This is still valuable to you. We have some people out here that have 18 intake staff members out there. It can't be, it's got to be a specific responsibility. You, Mary or John, I want you to review those open leads every single day. Example, five attempts in the first three days. That's not crazy. You should be following up on, a, let's say a web lead reaches out to you through your chat or through, or through a web inquiry. And oh, by the way, just to go, go back to the competition for a moment, how simple do you think it is when someone types out a summary in a web inquiry and then copies it and goes to three other websites, goes to their web inquiry and paste, submit, paste, submit, paste, submit. It's pretty easy. We all do it and could do it. Got to understand how competitive this is. Example, minimal of three weeks of calls, texts, and emails. If you're not using text messages, you're in trouble. You have to be using text messages. One of the companies that I'm involved with, what we do is, do you know what I think is more valuable than Google? I was talking to someone last night about this. You know what's more valuable than Google? Your phones. The contacts on your phone beat Google because you won't go to Google if you have an AC repair guy that's saved as AC repair guy. You're not going to Google for a painter if you got a painter saved in your phone. You're not going to Google for a PI law firm if you have personal injury law firm saved in your phone. But Gary, how do we do that? Easy. I could do it for you. I could tell you exactly how to do it. And this way, every lead that comes into your firm gets your V card. And now they potentially become advocates. And now when they're in a group chat with their friends and their friend says, anybody have a good lawyer? I do. Let me, start, let me give you his contact information. I did it a few days ago for an electrician, for a painter a few months ago. I don't remember who the electrician was or the painter was, but I haven't saved my phone and I recommended them. Texting is a necessity. Make signing easy, right? Don't delay. Don't wait for in-person meetings. You have to use electronic signature. You know, as long as, you know, your state and your field allow it, you have to use it. By the way, walk them through the electronic signature. None of this. Hey, I just sent it to you. Once you sign it, you'll become a client. Bye. No, no, wait, save to have 10 more minutes on the conversation. Hey, Mrs. Johnson, just sent you a retainer. What I'm going to do right now in agreement, by the way, I use the word agreement. I hate the word retainer. Retainer scary. It's intimidating. This is an agreement. I'm doing work. I'm paying you. If I'm successful, I'm doing my part. You're doing your work. You're hiring me. This is the agreement. Get the freaking word retainer out of your dictionary when you're speaking with a claimant. It's scary. It implies money up front. It implies blood-sucking lawyer. It just does. Okay, agreement. So, Mrs. Johnson, I just sent you our agreement. What I'm going to do right now is I'm going to stay on the phone, wait for you to sign it so I can confirm for you that we received it, 
And now we can start working your case today. That's one call sign. That is the goal. Now, everything I'm telling you today, by the way, guys, it's gold standard stuff, right? Not everything I'm saying you're doing, but it should be the goal. It should be, you know, what you're striving for. It's what your competition's likely doing. Okay, retain, then investigate. I talked about that. Rather than investigate, then retain. Shorten your agreement, right? You should not have a 13-page agreement. Who reads a 13-page agreement? Right? Make it one or two if you can, and then have them sign other documents after they become a client. Don't say, I'm going to throw everything out there so that I'm protected. You're going to lose out on signing clients. That's what you're going to do. Keep your intake packet simple. Don't put a questionnaire in there. Right? The, 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 the conversation that your intake team has when they sign, decide to sign up a claimant, that's the questionnaire. Then after they become signed and they become a client, now you want to go have them fill out a five-page questionnaire. That's fine. They're clients. They're willing to do it. But if I got two, if I'm a claimant and I got two different law firms I'm thinking about and one gives me just a three-page agreement and one gives me a 13-page agreement with a five-page questionnaire, I know who I'm choosing. I, I want to, quick, right? Speed, speed matters. Okay, smooth client transition. Now they become a client. The worst fear you should have now is, which unfortunately we've all felt in the past is, damn it, why did we lose that client that we signed? because you never have a strong transition. You have to become a client. Text, call, email, promotional material, material after they become a client. They should know. Who are they going to hear from next now that they become a client? When should they hear? How often? Is it once a week, once a month, once every few weeks? Will they hear via text? Will they hear via email? Will it be a phone call? What do they have to do now? Give them some homework. Now you got to go to your doctors and you got to keep us updated if the doctor says something new to you, right? Give them homework. Make them feel like part of the agreement. Team introduction, here's who your attorney is, here's your legal team, here's who the legal assistant is, here's your paralegal, manage the expectations, how long this should take, right? We all feel comfortable when our expectations are managed. I think one of the great failures of, of, of relationships is the lack of managing expectations. We have an opportunity here where we just retained them, now we can tell them what to expect, really important. And by the way, it won't result in them calling every single day, what's going on in my case? Because you told them, you should hear from us about once a month normally, but we'll call you otherwise if we have some updates for you. Oh, great. Avoid regret. Don't give them reasons to regret their decision. Hold your team account accountable. I'm going to sift through this really quick. I want to, you need to know certain percentages in your firm. You need to know your conversion rate. Of all the leads that qualified, how many retained? That really tells you how the front end of your business is doing. I'll tell you right now, for an average PI law firm nationwide, it's around 70 to 75%. A strong law firm is closer to 95 to 98%. That firm I was telling you about before, signing 400 cases per month in their state, they're at 98, 99%. Yes, they are, I promise you. Okay, you gotta know your numbers. You gotta know your lead response time. You have to know how many cases are retained then rejected. It might have something to do with your criteria. You have to know how many abandoned calls you're getting so you can call them back. Retained, okay, first call sign up. Four seconds to go, guys. The clock is ticking. It's a competition. You can do this. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. To stay in contact with your host and to access more content, go to MaximumLawyer.com. Have a great week and catch you next time.